Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you episode 72. Wow. They tried to stop us. They tried to stop us. They corrupted the file, though a week later, we managed it. We re-recorded the episode, though... Is it perfect? <laughs> I gotta tell you no. I gotta tell you no straight off the bat. Um, one of the uh, one of the hosts, I won't say which one, forgot their microphone. So, though recorded, the audio is not as good as we'd like it to be. Um, but one of the, and I'll just say, one of the hosts sounds absolutely perfect. Caramel, chocolatey tones. His voice is a coffee that you want to sup away. <laughs> but Bobatons and Durmstrang is the episode that you have before you today. What an exciting episode it is. This is your gentle reminder. If you would like to leave us a review, please do so. Please rate us five stars on iTunes or Spotify. If you'd like to join our Patreon, I think now may be the time to do so. In a few days' time, we'll be releasing a Double Vision episode about Thunderpants. What's Thunderpants? It's the uh, film that Rupert Grint did when he was a little boy. I think sometime the around of Chamber of Secrets or Philosopher's Stone. He plays a scientist who helps another boy with very powerful farts get a rocket into space. Doesn't that sound fun? We watched that and we've done an episode on that. So if you'd like to join our Patreon to listen to that and the other tens and tens of other Double Vision episodes, then why not visit patreon.com forward slash pottervision. Otherwise, we're on tour. We are in Belfast soon. You can go to pottervision.com for a full list of tour dates. Anyway, here's me going on and on and on and on and on. Here is episode 72. Pottervision podcast, the podcast where every single seven days, myself, Lucas Kirby, and this gorgeous Adonis opposite me, Tom Lawrenson, that is, we look at a chapter of the Harry Potter books and we <clears throat> spring off it in conversational tangents. This week we're on episode 72, we're on book four, The Goblet of Fire, chapter 15, Bobaton and Durmstrang. Tom, how art thou? I'm good. Uh, how are you? I reckon if you press lock on your phone, you know this. Yeah. And then it's still going. And then you could just lock that and then put it in your top pocket. Like that. Like that. Hey, and that's then, good. Listeners, Lucas has played <laughs> one of his famous pranks on yeah. the old boy. He's uh, done another one. It's an old one. He's decided to not bring his microphone this week. So his microphone will be his Moby phone. I thought it worked so well last time. It's a classic prank. I've not done it for a few months. So I'll do it again. It's funny. He comes in the house and he's like, he's, he's dressed like he's just about to go to bed. Right, he's got nothing on him. Excuse me, I'm wearing a shirt and tie. You wear that to bed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. He comes in the house and I, I give him a, I give him a scan. And just as he's got his back, as he's turning away, I go, you got your microphone? 
And he's like, completely like, and then he has to do that turn back to me like, <laughs> you're going to kill me, aren't you? No, no. <laughs> I shall keep you alive, dear friend. Yeah, I'm just not with it today. I went to uh, get a Sprite at McDonald's and I've left it in the car. Yeah. And uh, but you've given me a Pepsi Max, haven't you? you got to treat your friends. Yeah. That is the message of episode 72. If you've got a friend out there who's not been treated in a while, give him a call. Hey, pal, I'm going to send some treats over your way. Yeah. Some Mawams. I've noticed you've lost some weight and I'd like you to be fatter. Here is a kilogram of Mawams. Lovely. I hope it's different flavours. Maybe. For our overseas listeners, Mawams are your candy, as, to, <laughs> as you like to say. Candy? It's your candy. Uh, it's a, well, this week we re-recorded the episode that got, uh, what do you call it? What corrupted. Corrupted. The file was corrupted. I sounded like a robot. Yeah. Not very good. So Who knows uh, what it was? Was your mic plugged in? I don't know. I don't think it was plugged in. I think it was just the connection. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? So this week, we recorded the episode that we recorded last week, and uh, we're going to pretend that we've not heard all these ideas we've got. Yeah, we're going to try and do that. How are you? I'm well. Good. I've been at work. What time did you wake up this morning, if you don't mind me asking? If you don't mind me asking? If you don't, <laughs> oh, I don't mind you asking. I awoke at quarter past seven. So I woke up at quarter past seven to leave the house at five to eight. Lazy, 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 lazy. I was up at seven. Even though I had no office to go to today, mm. I woke at seven and I started getting jobs done. But if you don't mind me asking, when did you have your nap? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> you have a nap every day, I'm guessing. Not every day. I had my nap around 4pm. Oh, very nice. Oh, okay, so you're quite fresh out of your nap then, aren't you? I got into the bed, I put on the old electric blanket, and Ooh. I slowly cooked myself some... Uh, I'm good enough to eat. The, Lovely. The meat is falling off my bones. Prick a fork in you. You're done. <laughs> you're done, Tom. Please do. Yeah, yeah. So... Oh, see, I, I couldn't... Rec when I wake up after a nap, I always feel like half dead. Because mm. I think my body thinks I'm having a proper sleep. Yeah. So I go to sleep and my body's like, right, that's you for the night. But oh no, I've set me alarm for half an hour. I've got somewhere to be. And my body punishes me by making me a sack of shit for an hour after I wake <laughs> up. A sack of shit. Yeah, it's like, you can't function for the next hour, you traitor. For an hour. So sometimes when I can wake up from a nap, my heart is going like this. Bum, 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 yeah. bum, 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 Yeah, but sometimes I do have a big coffee before I have a nap. That's a good idea. So I have the coffee, yeah. and then as I'm sleeping, the coffee kicks in. Yeah. And I'm good to go. Well, I went to teach improv on Monday with Kate McCabe. Yes, and? and she drove, yeah. and I fell asleep in the car on the way. Yeah. And I woke up just as we were arriving. So I'm walking into this room full of people ready to do a course, and I'm like, oh, like bleary-eyed looking round. Someone goes, would you like a cup of tea? I'm like, yes, please. You had a cup of tea? I have a cup of tea there, because it's the only drink they offer. And it gives me something to do while everybody's talking to each other. Amazing. Listeners, as we all know, yeah. Lucas doesn't like hot drinks. I don't like hot drinks. <laughs> so I pour the cup of tea, then I let it cool down for about ten minutes. 
And then I drink the cup of tea. Then he sups it away. I sup it away, yeah. yeah. With milk and two sugars, if you don't mind me saying. How was work? It was good, it was good. And do you know what? <laughs> I got an email at the end of the day today, right, and it said, minibus drivers wanted. Right. And it's like, we need new uh, minibus drivers to do school trips, getting students in for their exams, driving around, and we're offering a free course to yeah. anyone who wants to learn how to drive a minibus. Now, I'm only there for a couple of months, but... I'm thinking, well, I'd like to learn how to drive a, mi a minibus. Why not? Yeah. So I might do it. I'd say you do it. I, yeah. I think you'll become the fastest school minibus driver that's ever <laughs> lived. Hey, they'll be getting to their exam on time with me there. Hey, kids, we're almost at a speed bump. Hold on to your bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought, why not? I might learn how to uh, drive a minibus. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to sign up. I'll let you know how it goes. Fantastic. <laughs> Have you been up to much, my dear friend? Today I woke up, did some jobs around the house. It's one of my... Uh, oh, go in the toilet. <laughs> one of my non-working days. So yeah. I uh, got up, I tried to film some stuff, I was writing emails, doing all little bits. And then I decided to go climbing, bouldering at the, the nearby indoor climbing centre. Lovely, how was that going? To say I was annoyed for the whole uh, time I was there would be an accurate description. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, irking you? Well, so I go in. Yeah. And um, the levels of, like, say, climbing is all the holes are on the wall in different colours. Oh, okay. Yeah? Okay. Red for beginners. Yeah. Blue for extra beginners, you know, when, yeah, when yeah, you progress yeah. a bit. Intermediate is green. Yeah. That's where I am. You're green. You're intermediate, yeah. aren't you? I can't do anything more. No. Anything less is a bit too easy. What's the hardest colour for you? Could tell me. Pink, I think. Pink! Yeah. So, <laughs> I have a look around the whole place yeah. and all the green holds are off the wall. Hey. This dipshit's already paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 11 quid, right? Yeah. 11 quid to climb. Yeah. To climb. I'm, I'm, they're not even doing anything. I'm holding on to things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Climbing is excluding poor people, like myself. Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah. Well, you meant to, well, you meant to climb if, if, like, you know, yeah, yeah. there's no cheap option. 11 quid to climb at 12 p.m. or 1 p.m. Yeah, yeah. on a weekday. Oof. Right, so I look around, I go and tell the guy, I go, baby, yeah. where the green holes? And he goes, they're off. And I'm like, right, I guess I'll do the a bit simpler ones. Right, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I got quite annoyed because there was little kiddies running round. Oh! And so I'm like, you know, five feet in the air, yeah. struggling to hold on. Yeah. And then these little kids underneath my feet. And then oh. one comes up to me and goes, uh, like, about 40 minutes in and goes, what are you doing? Like, I don't, know, I don't know if she was trying to make a friend or something. Yeah, yeah. And I go, climbing. I go climbing. And yeah. she goes, what else? <laughs> and, I, and, I go, and I go, nothing. Yeah. And then she was looking up at me, like, waiting to get a smile. Yeah. I don't know how to smile. At, um, I can't give a, a fake. I can't, I don't know, my fake smile isn't that convincing. So, no, I, was, so no. I was like. Oh, yeah, that's not, that's not nice. <laughs> 
Is that what you want, kid? Is that what you expected from yeah, this? Yeah. yeah. How did she respond to your fake smile? Well, uh, the adult she was with went, oh, come on, we should leave now, and <laughs> took, took her to a different area, which I was grateful for. Yeah. yeah, that's the effect of your smile. But that is essentially what caused me to have a nap, yeah? I yeah, was, yeah. I was sleepy boy. Oh. Yeah, I'd warm myself out. Yeah. Because normally when you go with someone, you, you climb, you watch them. They climb, you know. You yeah. take it in turns watching each other. Oh, no yeah. one was watching me, oh. so I was just non-stop climbing. I'd like to go climbing, but I feel like I'd be on the uh, the red, the beginners. You would, yeah. Yeah, because I'm a, a beginner. Not wrong with that. No, no, nothing shameful about that before anyone writes in. <laughs> Knocking me confidence. <laughs> nothing shameful about climbing a red rock. Nothing, yeah. Very good. What else is new with you? you uh, you've been uh, getting your house ready to leave. I've been getting my house ready to leave. I've been clearing stuff out. I've been quite good, really, because I'm quite precious about my books and my DVDs and stuff, but I've chucked out three boxes worth of books, DVDs, because they can't come to Germany with me. So they're all going to charity. As we all know, DVDs are outlawed in charity and books. They're still doing book burnings over there. Hey, in Germany, no, <laughs> no, no. So, uh, well, you know, I don't want to move over with like a lorry load of shite. So uh, yeah. I'm just gonna bring some clothes, a few treasured <sighs> items. What a great shame, DVDs. I love them. You got your special features, your yeah. commentaries. You don't get that with Netflix. Mm-hmm. You don't get any special features. The only bloopers we get to see are ones from Ricky Gervais's Netflix shows. Yeah, exactly. They pop up, pop up on your feet sometimes, yeah. don't they? Wow. Mm. Any uh, DVDs you were sad to see go? Well, I've still kept a lot of DVDs, so yeah. I think I must have only got rid of about a third of my collection. Where did you put the? Where are they going? Mummy's house. Yeah, the ones I'm keeping are staying with Mummy for now, I think. He doesn't deny it, he calls his Mummy, Mummy. <laughs> uh, but a few of them have gone to charity, and I got rid of a load of books as well. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, sentimental value. But you got a Marie Kondo it, haven't you? If you don't bring joy, get rid. Yeah, whatever. Did you show your dad the painting? He has not seen the painting. He keeps it hidden. He I keeps keep it, it hidden. hidden, yeah. The, it was on my mind, actually, because I was clearing out and I know where it is. And I moved it. So Daddy doesn't see? So Daddy doesn't see. What interesting relationship he has with his father, right? <laughs> my parents are, in essence, prudes. Yeah, yeah. They don't like foul language. They don't like, yeah. you know, disgusting things. Yeah. Whereas, I don't know about, I can't say for your parents, but you talk about poo-poo, wee-wee, yeah, uh, yeah. fart humour, yeah. like, all day long. Like, yeah, yeah, I never that, stop. You muck, muck brain. Muck brain, muck, muck, muck brain. <laughs> yeah. But you won't show your parents this painting, which I've shown my parents, and they said, it's beautiful. And that says more about the painting than it does me. The only people that have seen it are myself and Martina. It's a sex painting. <laughs> it's not a sex painting. It's not a sex painting. No, no, we, we can't reveal any more than we already have, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but maybe, yeah. maybe we'll make a new Patreon tier. £100, you get a copy of the painting. £100, you get a copy of the painting. How about that? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, Tom, are you ready for a Chapter 15 rundown? 
No, there's still quite a number of things that we spoke about last week. Yes. In the, uh, you know, before we went into the episode. Yes. That we've not yet got to, you know, go on about. Oh, yeah. We did a gig in Leicester. Oh, we did do a gig in Leicester last week. Did a gig in Leicester and it was yeah. fun. Our show is strictly 14 plus. But, One, four, plus. But the issue with that is people see 14 and yeah. they think 12. Yeah, 12. We're performing the show mm. half an hour in, right? Yeah. Doing our stuff. Pardon me, missus. Flexing our muscles. Yeah. <laughs> Audience members are coming up, taking it in turns to slap you on the arse. Yes. <laughs> half, half an hour in, I see a daddy walk in. Oh, yeah. With two tots under the age of 10. Yeah, they must be like nine and seven, something yeah. like that. You said, you said, uh, oh, when I see something like that, I don't think anything because I like performing smutty humour in front of kids. <laughs> I worry about when you see that, Tom. And I'm like, because I was hoping you wouldn't see it. And I'm like, baby, you saw it and you weren't wearing glasses on stage. <laughs> How am, I, how am I not going to see it? <laughs> well, I don't like that they're there, but I will continue as normal, I think. Whereas sometimes it'll affect you, won't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ten minutes later, I say the word bussy. Yeah, bussy. Bussy is a new slang. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it means a man's bottom. Yeah. Bussy. Bussy. So I'm on stage and I say to Lucas, bussy. <laughs> and and then uh, you love it. Yeah, I'm laughing, slapping my thigh, <laughs> cheating like a hyena. But Daddy decides that it's time for him and the tots to go. Yeah. Ten minutes, punctuated by a bussy. Off they trot. And I hope they didn't get a refund. You got the show report back for that? Uh, not yet. <laughs> uh, we'll soon find out. We have to put that a disclaimer. If you, if there's any words you don't agree with, yeah. no refunds. <laughs> Especially bussy, because bussy. that's a natural thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man's opening is a natural thing. It's a natural human thing. <laughs> and actually, if you look at the poster, it says in very small writing at the bottom, may hear the word bussy in yeah. the show. So you've been warned. It's in the small print. Yeah. Terms and conditions of the ticket. Um, otherwise, I uh, on the weekend, uh, temptation got the better of me. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen a bus stop in the UK at the minute? You may have seen an advertisement, which is uh, 20 chicken wings. <laughs> oh, yeah. For £6. Oh, that's pretty good, isn't it? Delivered to you yeah. in a bucket. Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing like a bucket of food, is there? No, no. Do you want a plate or a bowl? Bucket. Can I have a bucket of roast dinner? <laughs> Can you do that for me, Mum? So go KFC. Yeah. I go, I want the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. And they uh, give it me and they go, is that all? I go, no, no. Me want big gravy to wet your dry wings, KFC. Yeah. They said £2. I go, I've got the money. Yeah. I've got the money. <laughs> I've earned ten times that during <laughs> the tour of Part Vision. <laughs> yeah. Twenty pounds. Um, yeah, so get home, I'm excited. Apologise to the people who are watching this on video. Right, so I uh, open up the bucket. No gravy. Mm. 
Baby, I'm 15 minutes away from that KFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't go back now. What, you ring up? Excuse me, I didn't get my gravy. Oh, come in and get one. We drop one off. No, we don't have that capacity. Yeah. Like, so, just basically, fuck me. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> that's the translation. Fuck me. Yeah. Do you know how much I spent at the KFC that day? Go on. Twenty pounds. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly what you've earned on the Potvision tour. <laughs> gone. Yeah, gone. God. That's gone. That has. Yeah, you might as well not have done it now. <laughs> well, to see all those frowning faces, <laughs> it just made it worth it. Here, here. <laughs> Yippee. Yeah. Anyway, what else? What else you got? Uh, nothing. Are Unless. You're interested in a rundown? No. Are you sad <laughs> to be leaving the UK? Uh, or are you seeing this as great change? The turning of a page, you know, a new chapter of a book? I think the second one, yeah, definitely. Like, I don't feel like moving, um, putting things out of my house, because I don't feel much attachment to my house. Even though I've lived there for five years, I think it's been such a pain in my assholes that uh, I thought I'd say it like Borat. Uh, it's been such a pain that I just thought I don't feel any connection to it but I will miss the people of course yeah and all that kind of stuff but I don't feel I thought I'd feel more anxious about going because it's getting quite close but I don't which means uh, it's probably the right decision what are the things you're most looking forward to about Germany and you can't say your beautiful wife Martina Ah, you can't say that's the reason or her beautiful father them two you can't mention. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, I think I'm looking forward to like doing new things. I think that's going to be exciting. Uh, they have sausage vending machines. That's fun. Uh, so maybe... Uh... Can I warn you? Yeah. Those are glory holes. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you go into a toilet, yeah. right, that is not a sausage vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> Look. You put a coin into one hole, and then two seconds later, a sausage comes out of it. <laughs> it's what they do in Germany. <laughs> sausage vending machines. What else? You Excuse must be. I ordered a bratwurst. What's this? <laughs> um, I don't know really. Well, I'm enjoying. I can't mention Martina, but I'll enjoy. Uh, you know, living with my wife, and uh... <laughs> you've turned into full bore. <laughs> My wife. My wife. Yeah. Uh, it's just going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to learning the language. I'm looking forward to uh, starting something new. And I think it'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, just in case. Oh, yeah. Just in case. Well, that's pretty... Uh, basically, I asked you what you're looking forward to in Germany. You're going to a whole new country. Yeah. That is got a landmass, I don't know, five times the size of the UK or yeah, something. something like that, yeah. And you've said a hot dog vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> what am I looking forward to? A hot dog vending machine. Right. <laughs> well, you, you got rid of me top two. I couldn't say Martina or a beautiful father. Yeah, well, you're moving to a completely different country. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. The language, you're going to go fluent over there. Yeah, yeah, I uh, think so. Yeah, I'm going to go to a, a night school and learn. Uh, How's your German. German accent? Don't do it. How is it? It's, I think it's all right. When I'm speaking German, I think Martina says I pronounce things quite well. And that's good. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll be all right. Because uh, some people, when they speak foreign languages, yeah. they keep it in their, they keep their, like you know, their natural oh, accent. You can't be doing that. 
Dos Cervezas por favor. Something like that. Can't say that. You've got to put a bit of a twang on it. Uh, but, yeah. uh, well, because the thing is, I've been to Germany lots of times. So Martina and I have been to Berlin. You know, we've been to Munich. We've been, you know, we've travelled a bit. He's been to Germany. He's driven down the motorway and he's seen the caravans at the side of the road at the service stations. He knows what they're for. What? What are you talking about? Have you not seen those? No. I believe there are caravans yeah. um, at petrol stations at the side of the road in Germany. Yeah. Um, I think I think um, sex work is legal in Germany. Oh, maybe. And I think that is what they're for. If... Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> if the programme Dark has, got, has taught me anything, yeah. it's that. Every woman, every man, join the caravan of love. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Well, fantastic. I've got a new number one thing I'm looking forward to. It's the sex caravans. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah. Wow. Are there any soda pops in Germany that... Uh... Oh, yeah. I don't know how this hasn't caught on in the UK, but they're, they're very big fans of orange cola. So it's called oh. Cola Mix. and it's Fanta came from Germany, you know. Did it? Because Coca-Cola... Is during a Nazi thing? Yes. yes. During the war, yeah. they axed Coca-Cola because mm-hmm. it was Americano. Mm. And they said, from now on, orange yeah. Fanta Orange. Now there's a thing called, uh, there's a few brands, there's Cola Mix, there's Schwipp Schwapp, and it's uh, Cola mixed with orange, and it is delicious. I don't know how it's not caught on in the UK. I remember being a kid and mixing lemonade with orange juice, and yeah. uh, I've never wanted to do it since. Oh, no, you want to mix cola with orange juice. That, that's, uh, that's the way forward. Well, lovely. I think this has been an excellent uh, recap. I'd, uh, if you would grace me with one, I'd like a rundown. I will grace you with a rundown. Chapter 15, Bobaton and Durmstrang. <clears throat> Harry sends a letter back to Sirius saying, Don't worry, I'm fine, my scar's not hurting anymore, but it's not convincing. And their kids all get ready for the arrival of Bobaton and Durmstrang. They're doing all their lessons. Things are ramping up because they've got their owls coming up next year. It's getting serious. Anyway, speaking of serious, he messages Harry back and he says, Hey, you're not fooling me. I know your scar's hurting and I'm in the country now. So, tough. Next thing, they're all waiting outside for the schools to arrive and a massive golden carriage flies about in the sky. And that is Bobaton. And out comes a massive woman the size of Hagrid and she goes, Hello. And then a thing, Viking ship comes out of the lake and a guy comes out with a fur coat called Karkarov and he says, Hello. And then one of the pupils just so happens to be Victor Crumb! Woo! Woo! And that is Bobaton and Durmstrang. What a chapter. What a chapter. Quel chapter, as they might say in Bobaton. Want if I join you? Quel chapter. Beautiful. Quel chapter. <laughs> Quel chapter. Oh, it was a goodie. Oh, it was a goodie. So good, we've decided to record the same episode twice. It was that good. The only episode we've ever done twice. That's how good this chapter was. It was a classic.
Mm. Okay, Classico. Now, the chapter starts off with Harry regretting tearing, telling Sirius Black about his scar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This echoes feelings of many people when they yeah. regret involving an adult in an issue they have in their own little life. Because yeah. you think, oh, I just want to vent. But all of a sudden, this adult has decided to take over. Yeah. And they're going to make things worse. You're at school. Daddy, yeah. some kid's calling me names. What should I do? Yeah. Leave it with me. Next thing you know, mummy, where's daddy? He's in jail for battering a kid. <laughs> Look, if you're being bullied in school for being a nerd or being whatever, don't get your dad involved. The last thing you want to help your street cred is for your dad to walk into school and go, right, who's been nasty to my son? Oh. It's not going to help you. No. That's going to be bad for you. Yeah, what would be good? You, uh, maybe, um, be able to defend yourself. It's kind of like prison in a way, school. Yeah, it's like prison. you got to, like, you know, make yourself so fearful yeah. that people don't want to mess with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Say so you can either become, do what I did, and you have a vicious tongue, so if anyone ever said anything mean to you, you'd say something 20 times horrible right back. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's a good way of doing it. And then they go, oh, he cuts deep, him. He Whoa. cuts deep. Yeah. But if you don't want to do that, physical harm. Yeah. <laughs> physical harm. A hundred... Do you know what? An acid tongue can get you out of many a situation. Mm. And if you've got a gang of bullies or whatever, if you can take the piss out of one and make the others laugh, oof, you're on a winner there. Yeah. You will earn their respect. Pretend to not give a shit. Yeah. But, yeah, you've got to show from the get-go that you don't take like stuff like that. Yeah. There was this kid in my high school, and what he would do, he would collect spit out of his mouth oh. using his fingers, and he would throw it at people. Oh, that is disgusting. Yeah. And he did it to a friend of mine. He'd do it yeah. not every day, maybe, you know, yeah. several times a week, yeah. you know. And because he he didn't do anything, he'd, yeah, yeah, he'd yeah. be like, he'd just like go, oh, he's a knobhead, and like, yeah, yeah, not yeah. stand up for himself, not yeah. tell anyone. Ooh. One day... He went to do it to me. Yeah. I was eating a delicious Mars bar. Yeah. So he went to throw it at me. Was it even at me? No, just the lad next to me. Yeah. Went to do it at the lad next to me, and I was like, enough is enough. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I spat the contents at my mouth at him. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. How did that go? Oh, it was great. He left us alone from then on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you just need to stand up to these people, don't you? If you're ever being bullied, spit a Mars bar at them. <laughs> spit a Mars bar, listeners. That's all you need to do. Put it in your mouth, chew it up, and spit it at them. Yeah. Yeah. But that lad was a proper scruff, so hopefully, all being well, he'll be dead now. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope, everyone. We can only hope. How do you deal with bullies? Uh, let us know. Messages in. Are you a Mars bar type person? <laughs> do you tell a teacher? <laughs> you tell a teacher or do you get your dad to come in and tell them off? Mm. Let us know. So Harry heads to the Owlery and on the way, who tries to hit him with a vase but Peeves? <clears throat> and that's all I'm going to say <laughs> on the matter. <laughs> 
A deal's a deal. A deal's a deal. <laughs> I love the. I like the idea that we're going to the Owlery. You know, like finding new locations in uh, in the films. Oh yeah. The book. I'm like, hey, we've not been to the Owlery before. Yeah. It's exciting. It's full of owl shit. Oh, how exciting! How exciting! <laughs> After that, they go to. Defence Against the Dark Arts. Now, Madai Moody has decided that he shall be putting the Imperious Curse on all of the students, isn't he? Absolutely mental. Mm. That he's doing one of the three unforgivable curses yeah. on the students. And this Dumbledore is... wants you to know how to defend yourself. That, brilliant. <laughs> Just tell us that instead of making <laughs> us do these horrible things. It's mental because <laughs> he's like, what, what's going to be next week? Next week it'll be the Cruciatus Curse. <laughs> Week three will be a Vadakadavra. In today's lesson, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? It's going to kill us? I've heard that it's illegal to strangle children, so in this lesson I'm going to be strangling you all. <laughs> <laughs> it's unforgivable. No, I can't forgive that. I can't forgive him making someone cartwheel when they don't want it. That yeah. is unforgivable. That is, do you know what I mean? If he's going into the booth of a Catholic church and confessing that he made Neville do a round-off, that priest is like, I'm sorry. God will not forgive you for that. Oh. Oh, it's unforgivable. Not at all. So he's through all taking it in turns, giving it to them. (laughs) Pardon? (laughs) Excuse me, Father. Yeah, he's got Dean Thomas hopping around singing the national anthem. Yeah, where's he learnt that? Yeah, exactly. Like, is he imperious in like the lyrics, or is he just like national anthem? And then for some yeah. reason, Dean Thomas knows "God Save the Queen." Dean Thomas is what fourteen years old, thirteen, fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, thirteen. Yeah. Right, he's a wizard. Yeah, that's uh, a woman. Man's a witch. He's a wizard. I, as you know, an adult man now. Yeah. I can give you maybe two lines of God Save the Queen. Maybe one. Is it God Save the Queen? God Save the Queen. God Save the Queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Gracious Queen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm going to give you one line. No. D. Thomas is belting it all out. My goodness, yeah. God. When he's on the third verse going on about God knows what, you're like, blood, where's he learnt that? Man's a royalist. Dad's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a nasty shock when he found out. That's great. So he's doing that. Lavender Brown is imitating a squirrel. Where's she learned that? It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good squirrel impression. What's she been doing? And Neville, it says here, performed quite astonishing gymnastics. Well, yeah, they might... <laughs> imagine somebody walking in on the class seeing a, a kid on the pommel horse. What the hell? He's very good. God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, a crazy thing. And then it's Harry's turn. And uh, it describes the feeling of being under the imperious curse. And it's lovely, apparently. It's lovely, isn't it? Oh, this feels nice. Doing what you say. Ooh, I like this ball. Harry felt as though he was elated. He was walking on air, and then he heard a voice in the back of his mind. Jump on the table! Jump on the table! No, I don't think I will. (laughs) Jump on the table! Yeah, that sounds like something I don't want to do. Ah, Jump on the fucking table! (laughs) (laughs) That's how Stephen Fry did it. 
I love it. And, uh, <laughs> and because he has this uh, conflict in his mind, he does a half jump and he doesn't make the table and he bashes his head on the desk oh. and falls over. And this happens four times. Why was this not in the film? Yeah. I'd love to have seen Daniel Radcliffe just nutting a desk. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh I don't like this ball. <laughs> I, I, I like this ball. I don't like this ball. I like this ball. I don't like that ball. <laughs> I like you. I don't like you. Ron, even after class, is still skipping around. The mm. after effects of the Imperius curse. Where was Malfoy? I feel like Malfoy would have loved to see Ron skipping about. Yeah. He'd have delighted in it, surely. I know. I feel like. It's, it goes without saying that this was an irresponsible class to be teaching. Yes. Hitting his head on the side of a table. If anything, this should have been done outside. Yeah. Or yeah. they could have easily made a padded room. Padded room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to put you in a padded room. Would you? Why? I think it'd be nice for you. It would be nice. I could just run around, hitting my head on cushions, <laughs> falling to the floor. <laughs> it'd be brilliant. I was thinking... Imperious curse. Yeah. You got one chance to use it on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you making me do? Oh, if I have the Imperious curse on you, oh, I'd make you uh, eat too many beans. I'd make you eat too many beans, but you'd be loving it. But what's it doing to your body? To what end? Your end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've had a week to think about this question. <laughs> you asked it me last week. He's had, that was his, that's what he wanted to do. I can't remember what I said last week. Force feed me beans. Last week you said, "Oh, I'd like, I'd like you to hop on one leg while smacking your own bottom while barking like a dog." Did I? Yeah. Something like that. It's pretty weird. All right, beans then. That's better, isn't it? That's great. You like beans anyway. No, I don't. Oh. You will when you're under the Imperious Curse. For you, I would use the Imperious Curse to have you get in bed, have an early night, and have a well-deserved rest. Oh, that sounds delightful. <laughs> you, oh. Your eyes would close and they would never reopen. You would spend... Excuse me? <laughs> you would spend you your... You killed me! No, I'd just have you rest. Uh, yeah, no more uh, food <laughs> or water goes in you. Yeah. Actually, maybe I'll give you some water. Yeah, that's nice. And your body will uh, like deplete. Yeah. You will shrink into yourself. And eventually you will be nothing but bones and mush. Bones and mush. <laughs> oh, just be asleep forever and wake up as mush. But you'll have a big grin on your face. Oh, I will. I'll be a big smiley pile of mush. Yeah. Yeah. That's lovely. Thank you. Make me sleep forever. Yeah. Never wake up. Yeah. Sleeping beauty. I'd be a roar. I never said beauty. <laughs> oh, let me be beautiful. Sleeping mush. Sleeping mush. <laughs> hey, I'd like that film. Sleeping mush. And the prince, he hacks through the vines, he defeats the dragon, he climbs the tower, and there lying in the bed is a pile of mush. And look, if you want to save the kingdom, you're going to have to kiss the mush. <laughs> kiss it then. Kiss the mush. Kiss the mush. Oh. Kiss the mush. 
Kiss the mush. Now, the be given, we're told in this chapter they are given an, an inordinately high amount of work. Stop giving it me, it's too hard. I mean the work. Shame on you. It didn't like that. You thing. saying things like that and you refuse to show your parents this painting. <laughs> How is that any better than the painting? It's better because it's not visual. It's, it's audible. Yeah, that's true. It's... This is audible. <laughs> I wish it wasn't. <laughs> You're right. But even Hagrid is getting in on the workload. Oh, come on, Haggis. I've got these blast-ended scroots, and from every evening from now on, I'd like you all to come round and uh, make notes on the scroots. It's the lengths this man will go to make children spend time with him. Honestly, he's after the old class now. For three years, he's been trialling out whether he can get away with having three little children round his hut every night. Now he's ramping it up. He's getting the old class down there. Come on, you've got to observe these screws. You give a man an inch, he'll take a mile. Yeah. Well, Dumbledore, you never said I couldn't have a hundred kids in my hut at once. Hagrid, you cannot have a hundred. You can't have one kid <laughs> in your hut. And I've heard talk of a sausage vending machine. <laughs> no, that was nothing to do with me. That was nothing to do with me, my sausage vending machine. Uh, forget that you've heard anything about that. Right, kids. I'll just pop round the corner. <laughs> You say smut like this. Feel free to use what? my sausage vending. What are you implying? What are you implying? That is disgusting. That is disgusting. You were all right with his pumpkins being his bum. <laughs> like the last book. That is completely different. That is completely different. And you refuse to show your parents this painting. <laughs> You're a madman. Oh, I'm a madman. There's no consistency with you. No, there isn't. <laughs> Put the pound in then. Um, Draco Malfoy goes, I'm not coming to your hut at night. It's weird. And he yeah. goes, you'll do as you're told. And yeah. you'll bring some sickles. <laughs> <laughs> I only take exact change. It's one thing that he makes us come, but it's another that he makes us pay for it. Mm. Disgusting, it's extortion. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. And they're on about the people arriving, and who's going to be the Hogwarts champion? And people suggest it might be Cedric Diggory. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Ron turns round and goes, that idiot, Hogwarts champion, unjustified. Cedric is a nice boy. You then, Ron? Yeah, is it going to be you? You, Ron, uh, the boy um, who is bad in all his lessons. Yeah. Uh, is horrible. Yeah. Grossly unattractive. Grossly unattractive. Never been kissed. Never been kissed. <laughs> Never kissed. <laughs> well, because yeah. there's not that many options. Terrible judge of character. Yeah. Because if you've got to be 17 years old, and it's early in the year, it's October, right? It's basically going to be the seventh years that are going to be able to do it. Nobody yeah. else. Unless you've got a September birthday and you're in the sixth year. 
It's so, funny that, what an offer. What an offer for a seventh year, right? Yeah. You're graduating this year. Do you want to risk your life <laughs> for the uh, chance to claim a trophy? Yeah. Well, I was thinking of uh, becoming an aura. I was thinking of, you know, starting <laughs> my own little family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But slaying dragons sounds fun. Uh, right, we've got a Triwizard <clears throat> tournament. Uh, it's going to take up a lot of time. There's, uh, there's four <laughs> tasks. There's a lot of research to be done. There's puzzles that you have to think about in between the tasks. Uh, why don't we offer it to everyone that's got their A-levels this year? Uh, uh, <laughs> Forget those UCAS points you're chasing. <laughs> you could win a trophy! Oh, a trophy? Yeah. I was hoping to go to uni. And a bit of Wonga. Oh, a bit of Wonga. <laughs> a thousand galleons, no less. Mm. Eh? Want it? Sounds great. Sounds good. Yeah, Ron says you only like him because he's handsome, Hermione. Yeah. Why is that such a bad thing? Yeah. Why could... What is to like about you, Ron Weasley? Yeah. You're fugly. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone ever looked at you and said, hubba hubba? No. I don't think so. Have they ever looked at you and said, hubba hubba? Awooga. Awooga wooga. Awooga wooga. Gentlemen, can I get an azuga? Azuga, 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 azuga. What's that from? Uh, I'm going to guess um, four weddings and a funeral. Am I right? No. Um, Where's it from then? You don't get to know. Oh. No, you don't get to know everything you know. That's life. But can I know that? <laughs> no. Oh. It's up to one of the listeners to tell you. Yeah. Gentlemen, you... can I get an Azuga? Azuga, Azuga? Mm-hmm. Mm, Simpsons. No. Oh, uh, the other one, Futurama. You got to stop. Oh. <laughs> tell me what it's from. <laughs> oh, listeners, tell me. Yeah. It was weird when so the Bobatons were arriving. Oh yeah. And so were the Durmstrongs. Yeah. And these are several key differences in the books to the films about these Bobatons yeah. and Durmstrangs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because in the films, the uh, Durmstrangs come in with their big staffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, Hoo! Yeah. Hoo! Pow! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going up to Ron going, oh, about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Bobatons, yeah. um, in the book, is described boys and girls get off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Children. 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 No wiggling of bottoms. No. <laughs> no wiggling of bottoms and going up to people as in the Great Hall going, <sighs> <laughs> It's mental, that, isn't it? <sighs> Excuse me, these are all 14. Why are they making those noises? Very inappropriate. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine who's... Who's putting that together? Because that's either some choreographer, yeah. a producer, a writer, or director has gone. They all walk in, they wiggle their bottoms, flutter past people, and they go, ah. Right, so that's the choreography done. Uh, costume designer, what have you got? Tiny dresses for the lot of them. Excuse me, who's, who's vetoed this? They turn round and see the director dancing with them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the costume? Well, I went to McDonald's this afternoon and I had a bit of an inspiration. Yeah. You look behind the counter and everyone's got tight clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're getting paid £5 an hour. 
Yeah. I'm thinking the same. I'm thinking the same. Why don't we dress all these school children up as air hostesses? Yeah. I can walk down the Great Hall. That'd be good. Why not have one of them with a trolley of snacks? Yeah, where are the boys? It's not... Nowhere does it say it's an all-girls school. No. So in the film, yeah. they've made a decision. Durmstranger girls. No. Durmstranger Bobaton. boys. Yeah. Bobatons are girls. Yeah. Hogwarts are both. <laughs> Hogwarts are both. Yeah, I know. Hogwarts are both. I know. Why can't we have a woman waving a stick at people? Yeah. Why can't we have a man going, ah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Exactly. Let me tell you something. At work, a few years ago, yeah. uh, the people, you know, people chat at work. The topic of discussion came up about, um, you know, pit girls, the Formula One. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Short, like, tight little shorts, bikini yeah. or whatever, walking around. And someone was trying to... I don't know if they've got rid of them already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're thinking of get rid of them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch Formula One. Yeah. Right? A lady at work was saying, getting annoyed that people were complaining about them. Going, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Come on, get over it, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. And I said, as a compromise, yeah. I said, you either get rid of it, yeah. in my opinion, either get rid of it, or you also have men next to them in skimpy clothing, yeah. like doing the exact same 100%. thing. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then she said, she said to me, as if I was the most naive person she'd ever met in the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. she goes, listen, we don't want to see men's bits. <laughs> Pointing at yours. No, well, All no. Right. But I was like, I think, I wasn't implying we have men with their cocks out at the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Formula One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And men, just some like, you know, big wrestler style guys. Yeah, in a tight t-shirt yeah. or something. So, cars go past. Sexy people, right? Sexy people, yeah. <laughs> the cast of, you know, the cast of X on the Beach or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A load of hotties. 100%. Right? Men and women, not just, yeah. not just women. Yeah. But it's funny that she was like, oh, Tom thinks that women want to see their willies. We don't. We don't. I, I in, never did I want men to have the knobs out on the Formula One. <laughs> but, you know, I think it could be there, you know, uh, in the boxing, we have women on the odd-numbered rounds with the card and men on the even-numbered rounds with the card. I think it could be right. But they banned... Uh, they used to have in the darts, whenever someone would do a walk-on in the darts, they'd have two women walking with them. Yeah. Like, with big boobies. Oh, yeah. And they'd be like, whoa, what the hell, it's the darts. Has anyone ever walked onto this music? Can't say they have. <laughs> <laughs> I you... love that a darts play to come on to Laurel and Hardy. Do you get what I'm implying? No. They're big fellas, aren't they? Oh, they'd be fellas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it'd be good. But yeah, but they banned, they banned them. And everyone was like, oh, those women are going to be out of a job now. It's like, oh, that's not all they do. Hey, there is no, they will know. Yeah, they've got other things yeah, going on. <laughs> they model for other things. They have yeah. other appearances. They're not just living for walking on for two seconds in the dark. The demand for big bimbo babes is high. <laughs> They are not going to go hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was outraged that they got rid of them. Yeah. But uh, here we go. Yeah, we're uh, 
different schools welcome at your school? Like, have you ever had like a school trip? Because when I was a kid, you'd see all the schools, and honestly, it turned your stomach. I'd never seen such strange-looking children. Oh yeah, they like, look weird, didn't they? Yeah. I remember we had a little group from Brittany come, which is an island just off Britain where they speak French, and they came to visit like the. <sighs> yeah, exactly. They were wearing, you know, uh, air hostess outfits. They were going, ah. Oh. And we were like, who's this? And they said, they're French. Madame Maxine. Où est Madame Maxine? Où est Madame Maxine? Où est les garçons? Où est les filles? Where is Dumbledore? Where is Dumbledore? What? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think. Because there used to be little rivalries between local schools where we'd be like, oh, the people from John Bright's, oh, don't like them. Were John Bright allowed to speak English? Yeah, they were. And if ever we... That is where the jealousy comes in. Yeah. And if ever we got caught speaking English, that's what the teachers would always say. they go, you can go to John Bright's if you're going to speak English. You can go to John Bright's. I'd be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be the threat, and you'd hear it every time. <laughs> I wonder if it made. Do you reckon your high school had very high um, performance? Like, were they a high performance high school? In terms yeah, of I think so. And the behaviour was like really good. Yeah. I think because it was a small school, you could never really get away with anything because there weren't that many kids. <sighs> that is the lesson. The first lesson of this episode, listeners, was. Take care of a friend. Treat a friend. The second one is, if you can, send your child to a small high school. Yeah, because they will not get away with shit there. Look at this. Look at me. I'm a good boy. <laughs> I'm nice. Yeah. yeah. I think there was only about 700 in the whole school, and it had a sixth form. Mm. So there was only about 100 kids in every year. Oh. So, yeah, quite delightful. Heaven. Heaven, yeah. You went it... to uh, naughty school, didn't you? Rough school. Rough school. Uh. Oh, uh. stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Madame Maxine gets out of her whatever, carriage, whatever the fuck she gets out of. Oh yeah, she's big. Harry is rubbing his eyes. Yeah, he'd what? never seen a woman as big as her in his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's blown up his aunt. And he's blown up his auntie. <laughs> <laughs> she's bigger than her. Bloody hell! She must be big, this woman. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what an entrance arriving on a flying golden carriage. What would you say if you saw me arrive in such a way to record the Pottervision podcast? I'd uh, send you away. I'd say no showboating on this street. We've got a shy little woman living next door but one, and she won't like that kind of thing. <laughs> Excuse me, can you park your golden carriage somewhere else? <laughs> Sorry, neighbour. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Hey, I was driving into your road today and I was trying to get into a space and a car had enough room to drive past but didn't. And then when I gave up on the space, I carried on and then they got in the space. So they waited, having no faith in me getting into the parking space. I don't think they had enough space to get pine. I think they did. No. You weren't there. But knowing you and the way you park... Hey, I park beautifully. <laughs> I leave no room for error. I get in there, I'm straight as a die. A die? As straight as a... Yeah. Like a dice? I, yeah, yeah. Is that... Oh, right. I didn't know that was a saying. I'm sure that's the thing, isn't it? Straight as a die? Straight as a dart? Nope. Straight as an arrow? Straight as an arrow. Could, could say that. Could say that. Yeah. But straight as a die, I said. God. <laughs> 
How interesting. <laughs> this is truly one of the most interesting yeah. things I've ever spoken about. It's got to be up there, hasn't it? Straight <laughs> as a die, parking. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Uh, she's there, and um, it says here her hair was drawn back in a shining knob at the base of her neck. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I must compliment you, Madame Maxine, on your shining knob at the base of your neck. Uh, excuse me, Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, that is a burn. <laughs> I apologise. Hagrid, Hagrid has space in his sausage vending machine if you'd like to go over. <laughs> oh, I certainly will. <laughs> and sell your wares. And finally, who should turn up but Victor Crumb? Oh, yeah, Victor Crumb. Victor Crumb gets out. Everyone's gobsmacked. Yeah. Yeah. He's a sports star. I don't think I'd be asked at all. No? No. Like, if you were in school and suddenly David Beckham turned up to assembly. David Beckham. It's David Beckham, everyone. Ooh. When you were at school, he would have been at the peak of his powers. Hey, when I was at school... (laughs) I don't know. David Beckham... Yeah, probably. Peak of his powers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what would you what would you have said seeing David Beckham turn up? Uh, I probably would have accepted that I'm not going to get anywhere near him because every other kid in school is going to be far more interested than me. Yeah, yeah. So I would have just given up on that and had a fun play. Have a fun play. There's more space on the football pitch. (laughs) Hmm. Right. How many? How many? Silver knobs at the base of a woman's neck. Are you going to give this chapter out of five? Oh, I really enjoyed this chapter. I like the idea of new blood coming in. We've got Karkarov, we've got Maxime, we've got loads of boys and girls coming from different schools. It's exciting. <laughs> we know that Sirius Black is in the country. Whoop! What's happening? And who's going to be the Hogwarts champion? It's all very exciting. I enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a solid... Four shining knobs out of five. Fantastic. For myself, it was good. We had uh, Madame Moody going mental on the kids. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, he was performing spells on them. Yeah. Trying to torture them. Making Harry <laughs> jump on the desk. Yeah, making Harry jump on the desk. Man's gone rogue. Yeah. Uh, the Bobatons turned up, so did the Durmstrangs. Uh, we're finally getting somewhere, but for that reason, you know, not much really happened. Yeah. Two and a half silver knobs at the base of woman's neck. Oh. Right. Are you ready for this week's tantalising quiz? Yes. Quiz, 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 Right. You've already been asked these questions. Oh, are these the same questions? <laughs> yeah, do you think you've got them? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Question one. What kind of dawn light did Harry dress in? <laughs> Pale. Correct. But last week he got it wrong, so it remains wrong. Oh. Okay, right. that's an extra cross for that. Okay. Question two. <laughs> What kind of owls was Hedwig between in the owlery? Barn and Tony. 
Correct. That's another tick you get for that. Yeah. Question three. How did Professor McGonagall's eyes glint when she was talking to them? Oh, oh. I can't remember this again. Angrily. No, unfortunately, you've got it wrong again. It was dangerously. <laughs> it's an extra cross. Okay. Yeah. Question four. What went on a rampage in 1792? A cockatrice. Correct. He's got that one right again. Um, and finally, what did Colin Creevy think the Bobaton carriage was? It wasn't Colin, it was Dennis <laughs> Creevy, and he thought it was a giant house. Oh, unfortunately, wrong. You're right, it was Dennis, but he thought it was a flying house. Oh. So, you got the exact same score as last time. Two out of five. <gasps> quiz, quiz, geek, quiz, quiz, geek, quiz, 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 we're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. What's in a beak this week? Yeah. Now, somebody commented actually on our Discord that uh, when you were singing the theme tune last week or the week before, you said, uh, We're not allergic to owl poo. Yeah. We're not allergic to ploppings. It's a fun variation on the theme. Now, better one might say. Better one might say. Now, we've had a message on the website from Anne Smith. And Anne says, really enjoyed the show in Denby. We'll hope to see you again in Edinburgh. My daughter snorted with laughter. So thank you very much, <laughs> Anne Smith. That's great. Denby was a very good show. It was a good Honestly, laugh. that was one of the most... Ex- even though we had no Pottervision podcast listeners in, yeah. that was one of the most silly shows we've ever done in our life. It was silly, it was fun, and it was a funny old audience. It was great. Yeah. We've also had a message on Instagram from Catherine Rogers. Catherine says, Lads, 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 I just have to send a message to tell you what a niche you've filled in my podcast world. I never thought I'd see the day where Stockport, my hometown, gets regular shout-outs and wonders like Sutty's camper van, the Muppets Take Manhattan and Rockport <laughs> Shoes all get a mention. Bloody marvellous. I have joined the Patreon after binging all your episodes. Thanks for all the <laughs> hilarious A-star content. Oh, I know it's a bit far, but please come to Somerset sometimes. I'm sure you'd get a lot of takers in Bristol. Cheers, lads. Super stuff. Thank you, Catherine. Um, I'm happy we are filling this niche. Yeah, thank you so much, Catherine. And uh, we're hoping to be somewhere near Somerset uh, in our next tour, maybe in Bath or Bristol, something like that. So, fingers crossed. If there's any call for it. If there's any call for it, yeah. promise you'll come. <laughs> uh, we've also got a nice howler. And uh, our nice howler <sighs> is from Marge. So let me just, uh, let me find it. Here we go. los chicos de Visión de Botter. Soy la Marge aquí. Y tengo una pregunta para Tom. Pero Lucas puede participar si le interesa. Oye, Tom, ¿nos puedes traducir los títulos de todos los libros de Harry Potter a español? Por favor, ser creativo. Estoy atenta a tu respuesta. Gracias. 
So, Tom, would you care to translate for us? Right, I believe she asked. Marge asked. Yeah. Well, I know she asked because I'm fluent in Spanish. It's fluent in Spanish. <laughs> Can I translate all the Harry Potter titles yeah. into Spanish? Yeah. Sí. <laughs> you <Puedo>. can. <laughs> Amazing. Número one. Número one. Harry Potter y la Piedra de Filosofía. Oh, very good. Dos. Harry Potter <laughs> y la Chambre. Chambre, <laughs> yeah. De... Secretarios. Oh, <laughs> the bedroom of secretaries. <laughs> you all know that Harry Potter's book, the bedroom of secretaries. Tres. Tres. Um, Harry Potter y la prisnadora. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter y la prisnadora de Azkaban. Azkaban. <laughs> Brilliant. Cuatro. Only four more left, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cuatro. Yeah. Harry Potter y la vasa de fuego. Oh. El vaso de fuego. Oh. <laughs> that was close, I reckon. <laughs> Me too. Cinco. Huh? Yeah. Cinco. Uh, yeah. Uh, five. Sí. Cinco. What is it in English? <laughs> Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> 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 eh, Harry Potter y la Club de la Phoenixio. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Seis. Mm. What is it in English? Uh, <laughs> Half Blood Prince. Prince. Uh, Okay, I'm going to do my best. So if this is so far as like, you know, trying to explain the word blood to a Spanish person, because yeah. they probably don't have a word for it. Sangre. Is it? Yeah. Do you want to hear what I was going to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sangre. Harry Potter y la rojo agua. <laughs> <laughs> it's red water everywhere. Agua rojo. Eh, que es eh, medio eh, 50% <laughs> normal yeah. 50% eh, diferente <laughs> de un prince yeah. Harry Potter and the 50% red water prince <laughs> and finally <laughs> What Number it, seven. What is it in English? Deathly Hallows. Sí. Yeah. Uh, what is it in English? Harry Potter y los Alos Muertos. Fantastic. Tom, the co-host of a Harry Potter <laughs> podcast who doesn't know half of the names of the books. Well, you know, I've not, well, I've not read up to now, haven't we? Oh, yeah, that's true. And finally, we just have a couple of babies to welcome into our world. And I shall prepare my lips. Oh, he's putting on the lip balm. He's pouting. The first one is a baby, Harry, and it's Catherine Rogers. Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine 
is a bright summer's day. There is clouds in the sky. It is raining and the raindrops are falling upon you. But do not worry, the spell will not last for long. But in the meantime, I rush over to you. I take you out of the rain. I raise you up and... Lovely. And we've finally got another baby Harry, who is Craig Gora. Craig Gora. Craig, you have been abandoned at the side of a cliff. Oh! The cliff is slowly eroding and falling into the sea. You're next, my dear boy. <laughs> <laughs> the ground beneath you falls away and you begin to plummet. But just before you fall, I grab you and... Lovely! And that was Hedwig's droppings. This has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. Hey, we're still on tour. We've got a few more dates left. Our next date is on the 12th of March, where we'll be in Belfast. So if we have any Northern Irish listeners, please come and see us in Belfast. We'd love to see you. We've also got a load of dates in May. We're in London. We're in Manchester. We are in Brighton and we are in Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. And we'd love to see you at all of those. So check out the dates, www.pottervision.com. If you would like to support us, we would love you to do so. Patreon.com slash Pottervision. We've got loads of bonus content. You got a free sample last week. There's loads more. There's about 25 bonus episodes. It's all very good stuff. And there's also keyrings, stickers, posters, there's a Discord server, there's early episodes of the podcast, there's video versions of the podcast, there's loads of stuff, but also you'd just be helping us, and we love you for it. Next week, we're on episode 73, chapter 16 of The Goblet of Fire, The Goblet of Fire. You have been a t-shirt-clad Tom Lawrenson. And you have been a pyjama-wearing Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Pottervision. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.